Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Paris. Hey everyone, we're back with another episode of This is Paris and welcome my guest, Jamila Jamil. Hello, thanks for having me. So it feels like you've had every job under the sun, teacher, journalist, actor, activist, DJ. What did you want to be when you were a child? I, uh, listen, Paris, all right, I'm South Asian AF. I wanted to be a doctor, just like every other Indian that I grew up with. <laughs> um, but I uh, had to leave school when I was 17 because I had a car accident. And so it derailed all my studies. And after that, I just couldn't, I was offered my scholarship back um, once I'd recovered. And like, the idea of being 19 and going back to school with 17-year-olds just felt intolerable. Like you had a much shitter time even than I did at school and so it it was just non-negotiable so I just went out into the world and just started working any job that I could without qualifications and then found my way into teaching and while I was a teacher and a model scout um I got discovered in a pub um while arguing with a man who turned out to be a tv producer and then now I have a tv career and I'm sitting here with you (laughs) I love that it's amazing story so you grew up in London I uh, did grow up in London and Spain and a little bit Pakistan, but mostly, mostly like Northwest London. I love London. It's one of my favorite cities. London loves you a lot. Thank you. You you are one of our our monarchs. Thank you. Yeah, I lived there for six months and I just had the time of my life. We had so much fun going to like China White on Wednesdays and like tramps (laughs) and like all these like clubs all the time. It was just so fun. 
It's very iconic. You did you did London in the most iconic possible way. Yeah. I haven't heard the word tramps in like 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't been there in over 10 years probably. Yeah. But yeah, I love going back there. I was there a few months ago and just like going to Harrods and I don't know, walking around. It's just so cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how did you get into acting just from after meeting with him and he had you do an audition? No, no, that wasn't acting. That was just TV presenting back when I was an interviewer. Uh, and you used to come on my show, I think. It was called uh, T4 mm-hmm. on Channel 4. Yeah. Do you remember? You used to, that's, I think that's where we actually met. Uh, I think that that would have been one of the places back in the day. I would have been 22 years old. But um, he discovered me to be a TV host. And so I did one audition. I did a follow-up audition. And then within about 10 days of, of meeting with them for the first time, they put me live on Channel 4 to be an interviewer of celebrities and pop stars and pop culture icons like yourself. And so I did that for about four years. Then I moved to radio because I was sick of being told I only had a job on television because of the way that I look. So I was like, if they can't see me, they can't accuse me of that. (laughs) And then after a while, by the time I was 28, I started to feel like I was reaching a ceiling. And in the United Kingdom, however much I love them, we do not give women a fighting chance to have long careers. And so I just thought, God, if I'm only 28 and I'm already being told it's time to revamp my career, to have a comeback, mm. I need to get the fuck out of here. So I went to America thinking I would just be a TV writer and I got signed by Three Arts as a writer and a host and the Good Place audition came up. I was sure that I wouldn't get it because I'd never acted a day in my life. But uh, for some reason, um, NBC and Mike Scher are all a bunch of maniacs and they gave me a job as an actor and I had to three weeks later stand on set opposite Ted King Danson and Kristen Bell <laughs> and uh, act out of nowhere I pulled that right out of my ass That's like amazing. the whole of my career really <laughs> love that I love that show your character is amazing she's like my thank favorite you. character on the show <laughs> thank you very much I feel as though she would have name dropped you <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> I drew inspiration from every socialite that I bet you hung out with in London. That's where I I pulled it all from, you know, she was just a combination of those people. And it was a kind of loving satire of that group. But but that's where I had to find her from. And that was a group that I used to DJ for, but I didn't ever hang out with because I was way beneath them when it comes to the class system. But they were they it it paid off in the end because I was able to use them for my character. Mm-hmm. I love it. You killed it with that. And how Thank did you, you get into DJing? I got into DJing because I was at a party and the DJ was shit. I'm sure you've been at many of those. Yep. I uh, was complaining about it with a woman who turned out to be the event organizer. She said, oh, you know, I'm, ho- I'm holding this event next week for Elton John. Do, do you DJ? And uh, in a moment of panic and mania, I lied and said, yes yes I do (laughs) and she was like great well then next week I'll see you at Elton John's party I think it was held in like Selfridges or something and I uh, DJed for that party and uh, Sir Elton did not look fully amused but I survived it enough to then think okay you know what I could actually really learn how to do this and then I forged a 10-year DJ career amazing (sighs) was it scary doing your first DJ gig for Elton you know what's upsetting about me is that the truth is, is that I say things like, yeah, but I felt nothing. I feel nothing 
almost ever and i don't really i don't really feel nerves i feel a kind of physical nerves but generally i have no shame paris i don't know what's wrong with me but i just i say yes and i do things that i like i find such a joy in the the possibility that i could really screw up and embarrass myself like i'm so drawn to humiliation which explains yeah. my twitter <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, but I've never found any of these things as intimidating as I should have, given that I have no idea what I'm doing. I treat like a failure and imposter syndrome, like a wedding that I'm crashing. And, you know, I treat all these opportunities like a wedding that I'm crashing and I'm just in to get all the cake and the snacks and the snogs that I can before someone figures out <laughs> I shouldn't be there. And so not really, if I'm honest, well, it's worrying, isn't it? No, I, th I feel like you're lucky that you don't have to care or think like that because it's it's annoying a, a hard feeling when you're like nervous or something so to not feel that would be awesome yeah well it's a, it sort of comes from I think there are two different ways you can feel very low self-esteem and I think I feel low self-esteem as in like I don't think I could get any lower so for me I've got nothing to lose oh well I think that you are gorgeous and brilliant and everything so oh you're very kind I feel the same way <laughs> thank you <laughs> so what was your one of your favorite dj gigs oh i used to there was a, a radio station i don't know if you ever went on called bbc radio one yeah and so i think playing on the main stage there was really fun but mostly i used to do a thing i doubt you ever did this because you're much fancier and cooler than me but i i used to do something called the young farmers ball i would dj at the young farmers ball and that's where farmers don't really get a lot of nights out because on Saturday morning and Sunday morning, they're up like selling all of their produce. And yeah. so there are these young farmers balls, which feels like New Year's Eve for them where they come out and they just have it and they live it up to in a way that you've, you've never seen anyone party harder <laughs> than young English drunk farmers. And so there would be all these themes. And one of them was a Where's Waldo party uh, where they were all dressed as Where's Waldo. And you just looked at these absolutely wasted young farmers all lost no one could find their friends because everybody looked identical <laughs> that's amazing Eight thousand drunk farmers this is the best thing i've all dresses wears waldo uh, it was the best thing i've ever seen <laughs> oh my god that's so good like, that's just that's a sight to see did you take a yeah. video or a photo of it i'm sure i did back then but i didn't really have social media so unfortunately uh, these photographs i think there'll be more farmers who are photographs of me than me of them sadly okay well yeah i want to like find that online somewhere because that sounds pretty funny <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure you will yes this is paris Oh, so you have your new show on Disney Plus called She-Hulk Attorney at Law on Disney Plus. How do you like playing the villain, Titania? Titania, yeah. I love playing the villain because I feel as though I'm too much of a goody two-shoes in real life as it is. It's quite fun to misbehave. And also women, like God knows you've got experience with this, but women are so demonized anyway no matter what we do even if we're not hurting anyone we're demonized so much more than men who actually do hurtful harmful deliberate painful scary uh, atrocious things and so it's quite fun to play someone who doesn't give a shit, mm -hmm. who doesn't care who isn't trying to be approved of or believed or liked she she just lives authentically to herself even if her authentic self is a, a total monster 
And so it was just liberating. I wouldn't advise anyone be like Titania, but I, but I weirdly support her in that one area. I, I love her style. Like outfits are amazing. <laughs> How do you feel about dressing up in all the cute outfits? I think she would. I think she would die if Paris Hilton had complimented her style. I think she'd be so thrilled. Um, I definitely feel like some of the feathers and the diamonds were an homage to you uh in the best possible yes. way we looked to like all these great style icons of people who were just like unapologetically cute and and then obviously we took it and exaggerated it and put it on steroids and turned it into titania but i think your level of like glamour wherever you are is something that was partially what inspired me of of what i wanted this i just wanted this woman to be the only thing you look at in a room and so I, I think that's what we did. And thanks for liking it. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I also love the red hair on you. I think it looks incredible. Would you ever think about changing your hair color? Yeah, God, I just want to, I, I would, I would love to, I would love to. I think I, um, I think I'm desperate to get some hair dye on me, but I'm, I'm afraid I've got this good Indian hair mm -hmm. and I don't want to, I don't want to wreck it, but maybe it's wig season for me. Have you ever done red hair? No, I'm too scared to dye my hair. I just feel, especially with blondes, like going back and forth is just so bad for your hair. So I love wearing wigs. A hundred percent. Also, I love that your voice just changed just then. Was it higher or lower? I don't it even was know lower. Yes. <laughs> I'm obsessed with your multiple voices. Thank I think you. that's so great. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I, I think, uh, I think you'd look sick with a poison ivy vibe. Yeah, I've never even tried Maybe that. Maybe we'll color. do it together one day and just uh, break the internet. <laughs> I like it. Let's do it. <laughs> so you said that you do all of your own stunts. Most of my own stunts. Most of my own stunts. How is that? Is it scary? It's really scary. It's also just like the fear of being embarrassing, I guess, uh, to the stunt coordinators. You know, like it's it's like choreography, and I'm a fucking terrible dancer. Uh, so I didn't think I was going to make it through, but, but learning how to really fight, like properly fight. Do you do any martial arts? No, no, that's, <laughs> that's fair. Um, well you have, you can pay for your own security, but, but I, I can't yet. Um, so to learn how to uh, do jujitsu and kickboxing and Kung Fu, all these different things, uh, change the way that I feel in the world. You know, women feel often so physically vulnerable for good reason because traditionally men make this world quite unsafe for us and each other and so to be able to learn how to actually fully protect my own body and use someone else's weight against them has changed the way that i feel in the world like i've become way more confident like too much too confident like i i feel like i could fight people that i that would definitely kill me so i need to calm down <laughs> Well, that's amazing though because there is so many dangerous things happening in the world right now and it's such a scary place so it's good to have those skills yeah and it gives you a confidence that i think that we're deliberately kind of denied of and uh, denied when we're young and i feel like if i could if i were president i would have all women from a small age all little girls learn how to fight like really fight like kill someone with their bare hands mm -hmm. <laughs> i don't think they should use that but i think just knowing that you can changes the way that you feel how long did you have to train to do that six months six oh, wow. months yeah i dislocated a bunch of stuff i uh had a minor fracture it wasn't too serious and um rolled my ankle many many times and that's what happens when you start doing stunts and exercise for the first time in your life when you're almost 40. 
but I came through it alive and uh, I feel like I did an okay job. So we'll see. Nice. Uh, looks hard, but I commend you for that. Thank also, you. Megan the Stallion has a role in the show, which is iconic. And I heard that you help her get it. How did you get her on the show? I uh, basically just got down on one knee and proposed the idea to Megan. She's such an icon and I knew that we needed an explosive celebrity cameo and, and there's just sort of no one more relevant and more in the moment right now than Megan Thee Stallion and I've worked with her for years. I know she's amazing to work with. I know she's super talented and so I asked her, she said yes. I pitched the name to Marvel. They absolutely lost their sh and uh, it was just a twerking match made in heaven. <laughs> One of the best things I've, I've ever seen was her twerk, twerking with uh, She-Hulk. And so um, if, if people feel like I've lowered the tone of Marvel, then you're f***ing welcome. <laughs> was that always part of the script or that did that just happen? That was part of the script. It was it was just a, it was a, an absolute must have. And thank God she's such a fun, funny sport that she made it the iconic moment that it now is. Yeah, she definitely is like the queen of twerking. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, her knees. What are those knees? They are her superpower. Seriously. <laughs> I can't squat for one second. <laughs> I have no idea how to do that. <laughs> no, no. Oh, my God. There's nothing sadder than me trying. <laughs> nothing sadder, truly. This is Paris. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. So in 2018, you launched an Instagram account called iWay and it turned into a movement as a safe space for women to love their bodies. Can you talk about how it all started and how it feels to see what it's become? Yeah, it was um it was actually a movement I started in defense of the Kardashian family because I saw a picture of all of them together and these are like businesswomen. They're a family of iconic empire, you know, uh moguls, right? And so the numbers written across their body weren't like how much money they've made or how much they have uh, how many awards they've won or what they've innovated. It's just their weight. And I was like, you'd never, ever, ever see a group of men who are businessmen who have broken all kinds of like historic records together with their weight written across their bodies. There's there's just no yeah. evidence of photographs like that of, of famous men. And, and these photographs exist of, of Taylor Swift, of Selena Gomez, of you, of me, of everyone. And we don't have any of those for our male counterparts because we don't care about what men weigh. We do care about how, how much space women take up in this world. And so in defense of that photograph of them, I posted what I weigh, which is not pounds or kilos. I weigh my experiences. I weigh my contributions to society. I weigh my my mistakes, my wins, my saddest and happiest moments, my relationships, my orgasms. You know, I weigh the sum of all of my parts. And when I posted that, I had a very small following on Twitter and it went ridiculously viral and then stayed viral for weeks and weeks and weeks. I started an Instagram account. I didn't think it would last very long. And yet here I am four years later and we're a full global movement with one and a half million community members and we're talking in Congress and we're creating bills to protect young people around body image and mental health. And now I have a big podcast about mental health and body image and we are hoping to continue to make documentaries and just be a safe space on the internet for young people where you don't have to feel, where we're trying to make you feel smarter and happier instead of thinner and younger. I love that. It's really inspirational and it's definitely something that needs to be talked about because especially all these young girls growing up, like I wish I had so much of the advice that I know today and things that I'm hearing you say and other women that I respect and look up to talk about. So I think it's just amazing that you have made that space for people to really come and learn and just, you know, realize so much about, you know, the world and just how women are treated. Thank you. But also, I think the podcast has been quite necessary in that, listen, I'm ignorant and problematic and I'm out of touch. And these are all things that I know about myself. And there are a multitude of reasons why, partially my privilege, but partially the fact that I left school at 16. I'm not educated. I'm not very good at reading. I uh, also was so mentally ill most of my life that I haven't had, I've been trying to kill myself for such a long time that I haven't had space in my brain to really absorb what's happening in the world around me. Mm-hmm. So you combine that with like fame and it girl and all the other stuff. I was just a whirlwind of someone having too big a platform with not enough information in their brain. Yeah. So I recognize that I have an opportunity here rather than pretend to be perfect or to be silent and complicit. I'd like to learn publicly with everyone 
so that if people, you know, we shame people for what they don't know now, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous because how can you know it until you know it? Yeah. Let's not make people feel embarrassed for asking questions and trying to learn, but we do. We're smug, especially on the left. And mm-hmm. so I created a space where people could feel safe to not know all the answers because I don't know all the answers. And you can learn with me from all these great experts and artists and people around the world, you know, so we can all get better together. Because I suck, <laughs> but I'm trying. <laughs> what are some of the topics that you guys discuss on your podcast? I mean, everything from feminism to loneliness to toxic masculinity to bipolar to OCD. Like it's just such a, such a wide um, range of subjects of all the different things of, of anti-racism of, of of trans issues. Like there's just so many different things we have to learn about and there is a rush to update our information. And so this to me felt like the most healing way to do it. And we have such great guests and obviously I would die if you came on uh, the podcast. I would love to. Thank you. Definitely. You were very outspoken. You never hold back with your opinions and stand up for what you believe in. Where does that confidence come from? Um, I don't know if it's confidence so much as I don't really feel like I have a choice. You and I are roughly the same age and we grew up in the same time of watching size zero and watching actresses give really unhealthy interviews about how they're maintaining their weight and all of this just terrible misinformation. And it really messed me up as a kid and made me uh, really sick and really um, added to my issues with anorexia that went on to live on in me for like 20 years after the age of 11 when it started. And so I just don't feel like I have a choice to not do whatever I can to try to interrupt that now. Mm-hmm. You know, I was I was so easily influenced by celebrities and however much we can judge people for that. Celebrities kind of overtaken religion. You were You were involved in that kind of like the rise and the craze and God knows what that did to you being yeah. one of the first people at the dawn of social media era and TMZ's era to have people that obsessed with you in such a suffocating way. But we, we were obsessed with all celebrities. And so I, I'm aware of the power and influence celebrities have. And so I'm just trying to make this a slightly more wholesome place. Like people think that I hate the Kardashians. I don't hate the Kardashians. I have no problem with them as people. It's just, when anyone, there's no one who I think is immune to being criticized if they're doing something or selling something to people that that is unhealthy. And as long as they're not, I have nothing to say. You know, I'm in support of women doing better and growing and making changes. But I think that's a common misunderstanding is that people think I have some sort of personal issue with any individual who participates in like selling diet culture. I really don't, it's diet culture I have the problem with. And so, uh, not to specify about them, but I'm just saying that I think people misunderstand. I'm really just here to try and get rid of the shit that fucked up my life so that it doesn't mess up another like generation of 12 year olds. Just kind of being the voice that you needed when you were a little girl. Yeah, could have been a, could have been a voice that was a little bit better at expressing themselves, but hey ho, you know, <laughs> we're figuring it out as we go. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to ask about your love life. You've been dating James Blake for how long? And what makes him the perfect partner for you? Oh, God. I feel like I've been dating James for seven or eight years now, which is by mile my longest relationship. What makes him the perfect partner for me is that he's very smart and very funny and also, like, able to tell me to fuck off when I need to be told to do so. (laughs) 
he's just like he's not afraid of me and he understands that my heart is in the right place but sometimes my um my I, I my brain isn't always my best friend and so he's a good guide for me uh and someone who can actually he's actually tall enough to take my phone off me mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> when i need that um and you know he understands i don't look, listen i don't have a very good gauge of um social cues i never have i was a really weird kid because of that and very lonely you know for the first 20 years of my life because i'm not uh always great at reading the room and reading people and it, it makes me quite anxious and so sometimes i i think that's partially why sometimes i blunder um but he's very understanding of the way that i am and very kind and we're just best friends and we love collaborating and everything and it doesn't feel like i it doesn't you know there's that that people talk about one person should be the flower and one person should be the gardener Mm -hmm. i really don't believe in that i don't believe in two halves of people make one whole i believe in two (laughs) i don't want to say two holes um that sounds really gross (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I think two whole humans should just come together in like a loving, respectful, equal union. And I I feel like that's what I have now. Maybe he'll leave me. I don't know. (laughs) Right now it's going really well. (laughs) Where did you guys meet? We were both DJs uh, and we met in the live lounge of BBC Radio 1, which is a very iconic place to first Mm -hmm. meet. Um, And so uh, we became friends for ages because I take at least three to six months to become friends with someone before I would even consider kissing them. Um, cause I'm, uh, very odd. And, uh, we became friends first and then eventually we fell in love and I moved out to Los Angeles and he came out here to play a show and said he would only stay five days and it's been eight years. So I don't know, is he a stalker? <laughs> I don't mind. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It's like my husband and I were just best friends. And I yeah. think that's the most important part is just someone that you, can trust and tell anything to yeah and someone who can love you in spite of like the parts of you that you maybe don't love yourself I think that's really important mm-hmm. um and I'm so happy that you have that me too finally <laughs> yeah I think it's nice when you find love a little bit later in life because I think that it means that you really really know what you're looking for yeah 100 James is everything James is everything I was looking for and more so I feel very lucky Good. You guys are so cute together. (laughs) Thanks. Likewise. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us, Jamila. And be sure to check out Jamila being the hottest villain ever on She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, streaming on Disney+. And you can find Jamila's podcast, I Weigh, with Jamila Jamil on Earwolf. And congratulations (laughs) on everything and keep doing it. Also, Paris, like, honestly, everything that you've been doing, especially in the last few years, has been so, so moving and so inspiring. And I think you're so fucking brave. And I can't tell you how many people I know have been helped by what you've you've done and you you didn't have to do that and you didn't have to put your name to all of that. And I really appreciate you and admire you for that. And thank you. And yeah, I support I support you always. Thank you, honey. I'm gonna cry. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> <Bless> you. <laughs> um well it's great to chat and maybe I will um I'll come and, and <laughs> hang out with you sometime. We'll get tea. I would love that. all right gorgeous i'll speak to you soon and thank you so much no worries bye bye honey thanks for listening to this is paris we love hearing from you so leave us a review send an email to paris at iheartradio.com leave a voicemail at 833-87 paris and follow us at this is paris podcast 
Bye, babes. Follow Paris at Paris Hilton and follow Hunter March, host of E's Nightly Pop at Hunter March. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. 